Hello everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We would be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Hi, welcome to our stream. My name is Kenny. I am your host and GM. My pronouns are he, they, and with me is this fabulous cast. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's going to be one of those days. Got it. (laughs) Just kidding. Hi, I'm Kelrick. I am playing Thrawny Ecos, our ace pilot witch warper. And I have my very favorite little pet, Shimsy, with me. But uh, both of us have pronouns. Mine are he, him. Shimsy's are uh, she, her. Yeah, that'll do for now. That'll do. (laughs) Thank you, Kelrick. Hi, Steph. (laughs) Hi, I'm Steph. And I will be playing Navu Paleglade, our Goran Slarian, whose pronouns are she, they. Thanks, Steph. Hi, PB. Hi. Today I am playing Yi in the Soki Spacebearer Operative. Uh, whose pronouns are she, her. Fantastic. Every time you get it all in one go, an angel gets its wings. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, And you may notice that there is a very, very blank and sad open space on our overlay. Sadly, uh, Mew has gone on to protecting our community and doing much better things with their time than... uh, playing this amazing, awesome game with us. Um, But we wish them well, and uh, we uh, will... We are uh, on the active hunt for a crew. So, As of yesterday, our um, Google form is closed because the 20th was the deadline. So we are now in the process of going through the people who have... Uh, submitted forms to see who will be joining us perhaps in the short term perhaps longer we'll see fantastic i look forward to uh getting to know who they are um so who wants to recap what happened last time i i can continue the uh <laughs> the trend it's fine I love I, stuff started... recaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steph takes notes now. <laughs> I, I should take notes. I mean, I'm the DM. I, I should really take notes. But uh, I mean, <laughs> I remember a lot. <laughs> I mean, my, my spelling leaves something to be desired. Let's go with that. But if I recall correctly, we had started with Major Tom attempting to get us through another checkpoint um, where I believe they managed it and with Shimsy's help managed to obtain one of the Sunrise Collective patented armbands to make their creepy 
uh, uncanny valley Lashunta even more authentic as a fake sunrise collective person um we had made it almost all the way to Teresa's apartment when we saw a group of Sunrise Collective thugs beating up on a Kasathan family. And if I remember correctly, this was a moment of the entire crew kind of looking at each other going, yeah, fuck that. And... <laughs> Splitting up to kind of four prong attack, stop this whole thing, and we beat their shit. We beat their shit, and then Major Tom incited a riot. So <laughs> we we may have encouraged the populace that uh, just because they're big and carry, you know, just because they're carrying a big stick doesn't mean you can't stop them. And I think that's where we left off. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, uh, last you saw was in the crowd, Major Tom going off with the Kasathan family, um, to, uh, from what you understand, uh, liberation. I believe, uh, y'all were taking a quick breather. We also leveled, which was kind of a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> that is kind One of, of the a big deal. One of the cool things as a witch warper is I get a new spell called, I get a, a, anything, it's a paradigm shift. And much like Solarians, I get paradigm shifts at different levels. I get to choose different ones. And so I have chosen one called Lesson Injury because I feel like it's necessary for our Solarian tank. With. Lesson injury. Oh, but that sounds like ah, it's amazing. I have to spend an RP to use it, but I can change the amount of damage dealt to the lowest possible value. So oh, wow. we do 2d6 points of damage. I use this shift, two points of damage, period. Nice. So it's really, really helpful, I think, because we need our tank standing that that is quite helpful quite so very helpful <laughs> much and much help that's the biggest thing that i got at second level it's pretty awesome though uh steph how about you what's uh the the nice amazing thing that you got at second i got a new stellar revelation and our goran has just become a little bit more blinding i also took this opportunity to switch over from having a Salarian weapon to Salarian armor, but it may not change much in the terms of the look of things. Um, but I may need help making sure that my armor class is correct in the system. Because uh, Fantasy Grounds is fun. But Fantasy Grounds is fun. Uh, currently... Yes, I got flair, so I can blind people so for a round. You are tasty, and you can flash fry? <laughs> <laughs> It's more like I blind them, so I, no one's getting burned. Okay. You've turned into Dazzler. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if you want to go, if you want to go that route with it. PB, what did your operative Yi get at second? At second level, I got evasion 
which means that now I uh, I heard a little bit less whenever someone makes me make a reflex save. And also, I picked up the feet quick draw because I feel like if there's one thing you needed was to be able to gun even faster. So, <laughs> so she can now draw her weapon as a swift action and uh, some cool things if I ever throw weapons. So... Fantastic. More guns for ye. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. So, um, who wants to describe where your party is? I can. So, at the end of this fight, we were in a residential area, and we had sort of, with Major Tom, Major Tom had really been the one who, I think, pushed this, but guided the family to down a alleyway to get away and we all uh converged on that holly uh, hallway hallway as the family was sent off by major tom and we just collapsed in the hallway because that fight took a lot out of us we and we, i i think at least for thrawny they're very aware that we were lucky that the the Ifrit, Ifrit, the Ifrit was taken out so quick. <laughs> and now that I've done that, I will be doing that the entire show. No matter what, I will fall into a Southern accent. I've just ruined my own <laughs> self. <laughs> so anyway, um, we had ended with all of us just collapsing. I think we all took our 10-minute breaks, but then we leveled, so our stamina... Our RP stuff came back, I think. Yeah. And let me tell you, second level HP and SP for Witch Warper doesn't do a whole lot of good. <laughs> I'm still weak AF, let me just say. But that was where we were. And I think we have sort of in prep for the show retconned that while the horrible ones were stealing and looting from the house. They dropped a couch down this hallway. So we've just sort of like felt fallen on this fainting couch as a, as a group. We're just like, Oh, must sit. Must contemplate all of the atrocity that you've just witnessed and created. And I think, and I think Yi is the only one who didn't actually take damage. Yeah. And so Yi just kind of strolled up and was like, I'm tired too. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm never one to to not sit down when I get the chance. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, so as you are seated and um, kind of regaining your breath and feeling more experienced through the process, you all um, start hearing chants uh, coming from down the street different uh just loud collective chants not our collective and asana town for everyone and you you hear this rising up and it's loud and it gets louder he incited a riot so what what are y'all gonna do rest (laughs) have we got in our our rest wait Where's Major Tom? As you ask that question, you get a, a a notice on your comms. A light starts going off. And y'all want to check that? Yeah, 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You check that and you hear this message. Okay. The light is red. Says recording. Ah! He's working. Okay. Greetings, comrades. It is I, your beloved companion, Major Tom. We have had many adventures together and told many tales. We have become very close friends. Yet, I am afraid I must leave you. You see, today I have seen the face of true evil. This ideology of hatred, prejudice, and oppression is an unbearable stain on the face of our collective society. While there are many battles to be fought, this one is called to me. So, I must answer this call and take leave of you, my companions. Fascist ideologies must be removed, root and stem, or they will grow like a weed and choke out all that is beautiful in this world. And while it is important to see a reality in which this ideology does not hold sway or even exist, we must also acknowledge that it is happening here, in our reality. And so, I shall operate in the shadows, bearing arms and defending those who are targets. I shall not rest until the last vestiges of this movement are snuffed out. Take care, my compatriots. Keep fighting the good fight. I have sneaking suspicion that this adventure will be a great one, and one that is needed. Farewell, and may we meet again victorious. Okay, so uh, how do you turn this thing off? Is it... No? The... Oh! I have found... Uh, his re reaction will be, oh god, don't fall into into his <laughs> accent there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he responds to losing him. <laughs> I just I take on his accent. Oh, now I talk like this. I am, I am now Major Tom, and I speak. That would like be this. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing. <laughs> the best thing ever. Oh my gosh, I I respond with um uh I'll say like hell yeah and like I'll put up like a hand to where Major Tom would usually be uh to get like the high five oh. and I'm like oh right Navu would high five you with one of their tentacles like you'll like catch me on the way down I'm like yeah yeah hell yeah <laughs> well. I hope they're safe. Well, as safe as they can be, I suppose. After we would just like sort of melt even more into the couch, like you know how cats can go boneless, and you're just like, eh. I think Thrani would just be like, but uh, that was not the way, uh, and in their head like this one is as they've gotten more experience they've been able to shut out more and more of these realities that they're constantly seeing and i mean they've only been able to sh shut one or two doors but this was not one of the ones that they were hoping would be become real and so you know recognizing that they have less control over this than they'd really like they're just a little bummed like oh but like our buddy they're like, I mean, 
yeah, it's cool. It's good. Uh, I'm going to like need a minute. And what is our guest doing? <laughs> what is her name? Therese. Did Therese hear this message? We're just playing it in the, like, did we just put on speaker in the hallway so everyone can hear it? I don't know. Like, did you? Did you play out loud? Did you each play yours individually? What did you do? Well, I definitely still have my earbuds in from, from the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Me okay. too. So, Therese is uh, probably uh, on her data pad, um, just kind of frantically checking messages, trying to send them out. Um looking down the street um, and looking around and actually looks very um, bewildered. Like, this is not a state that she's seen her her town in ever. A mood. A mood, yeah, definitely a mood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as as you're sitting there and kind of resting and regaining your strength, the um, edge and tone of the chants and the protesters uh, starts changing and is more frantic, a little bit more forceful. But you roll um, perception, culture, something. Culture is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh come on I'm gonna roll my dice cause that was a 3 with my plus 4 is a 7 you know, I we have 21 <laughs> okay and a 13 that's, that's good Um, uh, if, if you want to flush your d20s we haven't done that in a very long time that might be a good <laughs> idea uh, <laughs> with Ronnie's 21 Ronnie, you have seen many uh, demonstrations and riots in your time, um, and also in just looking at different realities. And this one seems like it sounds to you like things could be turning, like they're being confronted, like it turned violent and even deadly. Okay, like... When I was on Castravel, while they were still warring with the Formians, I was checking out this really, really cool vacation spot for my blog. And I heard something very similar and it turned into a war zone really quickly. So I'm really thinking that we should like find a place to hole up and see what happens. Uh, like maybe Tress's place because I don't think we want to get caught up in a mob action do we I mean I think ye would be okay oh queen of stealth and snipers but like I wouldn't (laughs) and you can only hide behind me for so long exactly I mean Exactly. <laughs> Terrest, how far are we from your apartment? It's not that much further. We have to cross the plaza to get to the Bulwark Plaza. Then we should go quickly. How close are the rooftops? Like, can we climb a building and then just, like, 
I don't know. Oh god. Go along the roof. I mean, it's an option. Hey, I'm asking questions. I I need a mental picture so I can actually choose whether I'm going to Batman this stuff or um it, or Catwoman this stuff or what I'm going to do. I need to figure it out. You know, I um the the buildings aren't that close together. If you were to get up on top of one, it would be quite the feat to jump to the next. Well then, never mind. Who had the captain's badge? Ye. Oh good. Ye. What are we doing? Well, the way I see it, and I look up at the at the buildings. The way I see it, uh, I think we just gotta hoof it. I think we just gotta walk this. Is there any uh, fancy way to get to your spot? Any alleyways we could take? Or do we just gotta walk straight through to rest? Unfortunately, it seems that we may have to go through the crowd. Oh, well, you know, like my like my cousin used to always say, YOLO. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I'm just gonna like hide my weapons as best I can, because... You know, I'm just saying, if they see us walking through, like, you know, double barreling it, they're they're gonna focus on us. And if we just want to get through, maybe we stow these weapons and just sort of like blend with the people. Just, well, I think we might stand out just a little bit, but we could try anyways. I suppose it'll any edge that we can get. And Navu kind of shake. Shift their shoulders and the tentacles will disappear. <laughs> Becomes a little green moat. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah, like, Tress. After you and stuff. Uh, right, okay. And Tress, uh, kind of straightens, um, her uniform and looks nervous looks out into the street right and then left and takes a left toward the sounds of the rabble i'm gonna be right on her heels because i don't know loser um i don't know what everyone else is doing i actually think that navu would pause for a minute and ask it um ye do you want to climb on my shoulder you're letting me climb on your shoulders? Yes, I'll take that option. I'll just, I'll scrabble. I won't even wait for you. I'll just scrabble up you. <laughs> I could easily jump on top of you, but like, I'd rather jump on you like a toddler. And Navu lets it happen and follows on behind. Nice. <laughs> and for our listeners, Kelric just fangirled out at the image of Yi riding on our Gorin's shoulders. <laughs> so cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I also just figured it'd be faster. <laughs> and if Yi needs to shoot somebody, sniper configuration. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh, if you stud your tails, you could wrap all of their weapons in your tails so you could be handing them weapons as they need it. <laughs> The, the Gorin Armory. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just plug that away for later. 
Maybe level three. Uh, our own rocket in Groot. <laughs> oh no, we did just become rocket in Groot. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Sprocket and Moot. <laughs> we don't we don't want to get sued. <laughs> uh, awesome, cool. So, Charlala, off we go into a crowd that mob that could be get got fired on. Anytime. Sure. So let's let's paint this picture. Um, from out of the um, alleyway, uh, the Lashenta wearing a uh, a space station uniform, looking worried but determined, walks out into the streetway where there is personal effects from the Kasathan apartment strewed about. Wind blows up and you hear the um, cries and rabble of the protesters, not our collective. Yes. Does there happen to be like a scarf or two that could kind of be scooped up on the way? There are is an assortment of clothing. There is a bureau that is broken onto the sidewalk. Um, Navu is going to scoop up if it looks like a long floppy hat, you know, maybe a smaller, you know, Kasasans are larger, maybe one of the kids, um, to drape something over their head, thr- like plunk something on Thrani's shoulders, whether or not they're paying, <laughs> they're pay- he's paying attention, and hand something up to Yi, just kind of as we're going, to try and be a little bit, um, less conspicuous discreet yes i'm like awesome like oh yeah like pirate car and just like tie it on the side of (laughs) (laughs) you know anything to draw away from you know plant and (laughs) yeah but the one you grabbed me is like bright pink i'm like awesome (laughs) colors does not you know lack of color is not necessarily stealth it is just you're, Hiding. You're, you're in a, an area that is, you know, hovering over the sun that is gleaming in brass and other adornments. Like bright color here is just the norm. Yeah. So I hear the pink is really pretty. Yes, <laughs> the pink is luminescent pink. Yeah. So the the Lashenta woman is walking forward um, as you all are pacing behind her. Uh, is moving forward with grace and caution with the pink bandana are you wearing it around your face or over your head i'm wearing it basically just tied around uh my head with the knot off the side kind of like the pirate space pirate like head scarf and behind oh. yep <laughs> behind you the formidable free person walking with determination is also wearing a piece of of clothing to help with discretion yeah i just imagine that they took a scarf and it maybe kind of draped over yi's legs um, and tied it around like a babushka. <laughs> and Yi, the deadly operative, is perched on the shoulder of our Goran friend. 
All right. As you make your way toward the, um, there's an an artificial river that kind of crisscrosses through the Asana Town bubble. Um, as you make your way to the edge of this river, there's a bridge that goes over into Bulwark Plaza, where Bress's uh, apartment is and where you are meeting Nib. However, you are going closer and closer to the chanting crowd, not our collective. Asana Town for everyone, not our collective. Asana Town for everyone. As you make it to the edge of the street, you notice that there is another checkpoint that is erected over the bridge. As you approach, a massive crowd is gathered in front of that checkpoint. And you see three more operatives standing there with guns targeting the crowd. They look ill-prepared, but determined. How many? Three. So just three people with guns. Three angry but distressed people. I was just going to roll sense motive to see if they're uh, trigger happy. Yeah, go ahead and roll that sense motive. I'm not trained in it, but we're going to try anyway. Ooh. 17. That is a great sense motive roll. Um, you notice that um, two of them, uh, there's a um, two Sunrise Collective soldiers and one Ifrit uh, from the Bronze Dragons. Um, the Sunrise Collective soldiers look at the crowd. Their rifles are aimed on them. But they look concerned and they look over at each other and then they look back at the crowd and then they gesture forward with their rifles. Brass dragons, thank you. Wait, so they're gesturing people through? No, they are trying to ward people away. And we use the distraction of the crowd to kind of sneak around them? With that 17, you know that this is escalating. That if... Exactly. If if things continue down this path, they may open fire on the crowd. What uh, kind of weapons do they have? I'm sure Phoebe's going to be asking that in a second. But since years on <laughs> Nefo's shoulders, if there's one that seems particularly dangerous, they could always be like, yee. You may want to take out that one. <laughs> or one looks particularly like I'm about to just fire off at any minute. Uh, roll uh, perception checks. And uh, yes, Calric. Um, I am going to. Uh, Thorny is going to. Uh, <laughs> Navu, I think this one is one that uh, you might want to be captain for. And I'm going to reach out and actually touch Navu's moat. And make it just a little bit brighter and cast um, Charming Veneer on Navu so that uh, uh, if they decide to try to talk this down, they get the uh, Charming Get'em. 
Okay. Then after that's done, I'll cast on myself and uh, Yi. So we have 10 minutes of that hopefully working. And you know what? I will even do our special guest, Tress. Everyone gets charming veneer. Let's try to talk our way out of this, maybe. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, I crit failed my uh, perception there. So, yeah. Um, but you did ask uh, your operative uh, to, to kind of look them over. Uh, Yee, why don't you roll a perception check? Oh. <laughs> Fantasy crowds, why? Okay. We're going to start rolling our own dice soon. <laughs> well, and then we'll get that awesome foley of dice rollage. Right? Like, if we roll some of these dice from uh, Q Workshop that we got, I mean, they're super cool. <laughs> well, with an 11, which is slightly better than average, and Yi's knowledge of arms and armament, um, I'll say that uh, Yi does... Uh, so, in the hands of each of the Sunrise Collective soldiers um, are hunting rifles. Uh, she also clocks some frag grenades on their belts. And the Ifrit um, has an azimuth laser rifle in their hands. And uh, you can also tell that they have a fire uh, a frag grenade. So enough to do well, quite a bit of damage. Well, it looks like they got some laser rifle rifles, some hunting rifles, some... What is that? Some grenades on their things on their on their belts? Yeah, no, this is gonna turn ugly real quick if uh this doesn't de escalate. They're ready to do some major damage to these civilians. This is what the Afrit looks like. Oh, like on, I mean if they're gonna be attractive then Power can always be count on to be distracted by a pretty face. <laughs> and your sunrise collective soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I tease, but I had that moment when Teresa's image was shown. I was like, hi, what? <laughs> yeah, I think um, everyone on our show has had that moment. Like when we, in first season one, when 18 was first done, uh, <laughs> Taylor may have lost their mind a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, I may or may not have uh, done that a little when I saw Eve, so fair. Not to sound reckless, but perhaps neutralizing the three of them and giving their weapons to the crowd may not be a bad idea. I know we should not be instigating violence, but these people's homes were just hostily taken over by a group of fringe extremists. Uh, as soon as you say, give the weapons to ever to the crowd, I look at ye for a reaction. I'm like, which way is I, this going to go? <laughs> <clears throat> I, I'm just like, I tilt my head to the side sort of like a dog does when they're like confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, down for the uh, inciting uh, violence. Uh, always down for a little bit of violence. Uh, giving it to a, fr a 
terrified crowd. Not not so sure. That's 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 it. Um, I don't think that's it, Chief. But I'm down to neutralizing the the threat here. And this is why Navu should not be captured right now. <laughs> Navu's <laughs> just gonna give it back to you. Um, <laughs> I, I am Groot. Uh, I am Moot. Uh, I am... <laughs> um, as you all are discussing your strategy, the um, the soldiers begin shouting things at the crowd, and they push forward, and some of the crowd pushes back a bit. And from the back of the crowd, you see a bottle that sails through the air and crashes at the feet of the soldiers. Oh, this is about to get ugly. Mm-hmm. All right. Guys, uh, get into a good spot. Because we gotta okay. take them down quickly. Otherwise, there will be mass put... casualties. Or do you want me to put you down? Uh, I'm. I'll. I'll look for like a little like windowsill that's above the heads of most of the crowd. And Navu will give them a shoulder up. <laughs> give nice. her a shoulder up. <laughs> Which of these beings are we closest to like what is where are we in relation to them as far as distance and people between us you all i say there are steps down into um, a plaza area before you cross over a pedestrian bridge to get over to bulwark plaza um so you all are witnessing this from the tops of those stairs so it goes down maybe about like 10 feet uh, it's sunken below you about 10 feet, so you can see this crowd kind of gathered below you, and it extends forward by about 60 feet. Um, and so this plaza is filled with people. You could, um, just from gathering, you could estimate it's at least 100 people. Hmm? And that's between us and these trigger-happy jerks? Yes, can can I supplicate to our benevolent GM to let me have uh, graviton level one? Yes. Thank you much. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he's going to stay high. Thrani, do you want to go around one side and I'll go around the other? Yeah, like that sounds like a good idea. Uh, Tress, what are you gonna do? Do you? I, I'm trying to look at my inventory if I even have a weapon to give Tress, or if they have their own. Tress says, I, I need to try to get contact with Nib. She hasn't responded to my last messages. Okay. So, while um, you're searching for a map, I'm imagining Navu and Thrani kind of two-prong going around the crowd. When yeah. Navu is close enough, they're going to roll a smoke grenade right behind the three dudes with guns. So you're going to kind of go around the crowd as you can? Yeah. Okay. Stay around to the edge. Like uh, a mosh pit. Thrawny is more likely to go through and to get to their spot because they're very nimble and getting through a crowd is not as big a deal for them. Hmm. And Thrawny always goes to the right. Uh, that's just how we, we've planned it. Yeah, and that was exactly what I was picturing. Thrawny to the right, Navu going Perfect. around the edge of the crowd to the left. Um, and Thrawny is actually going to give 
Tress, the one of the tactical dueling swords, like just in case it's it's better to have than not. Oh. And go ahead. Oh, okay. Th- thank you. As Thrawny is going, they are going to surreptitiously pull a card from their harrow deck. Okay. And just look at the card to kind of center themselves. And it's a it's a it's a divining card, so it doesn't actually do anything other than help Thrawny focus in on the reality they're in. You want to uh, pull a card? I was yeah. just gonna say, like, that's also a divination, so you could yeah. get an insight. Which is, you know, what I'm trying to trying for Thrawny to do so that they can figure out what their next step is going to be. Yeah, so uh, uh, let's, if you need a, a second to go grab one, or if you want, if you have an online resource, we will vamp for just a moment. So let's put y'all on the map. Um, what is you doing? Yeah. I am, uh, as we, I am placed on a windowsill, approximately a hundred feet or whatever the unit of measurement is in this game away from the uh, the biggest baddest looking one um, the one that looks the most dangerous kind of like the last fight where I took down the Afrit was it? Yeah so the Afrit is going to be the, the baddest looking one um, you are the furthest you could be away is about there we go. About 80 feet away. Um, you would be at the entrance to the plaza, um, and you could be on top of maybe a um, a, a plant, a planter box uh, that has a tree growing out of it. So you, you have a little bit of elevation on them. And Navu, you said you were coming up uh, to the south. And Thrawny, you were making your way through the crowd. Yep. Okay, um, I don't have a way of doing this, so you you the crowd is uh, full of of people. Navu, get semi close to the baddies. I want to initiate as this, as soon as I see Navu be approximately one turn away from the <laughs> <laughs> from uh, the baddies. I'm going to activate my cloaking field. And okay. I'm going to stand absolutely still for approximately a turn. Okay. Um, let's all roll initiative. Ooh. Yes. Kind of a waste of a nat 20, but I'll take it. Ouch. Okay. So, Thrawny, you have a 24 for... So, I'm roughly 30 feet away from the Ifrit and one of the Sunrise Collective soldiers on the right and center. I'm sort of between the two of them. Fantastic. Okay, so you are in the crowd. You've kind of pushed your way through um, to kind of get yourself there. Everybody, um, if they're not holding a sign, they have their fist in the air and they're shouting and they're rocking their fists forward. Um, You do uh, see some people start throwing things, rocks, bottles, you know, trash, some people are picking up receptacles around the area. Okay. I I got I drew the four of cups and 
So I'm going to start throwing on some inspirational heavy metal music to sort of focus myself because I have been the loss of our captain. Uh, I'm sorry, major. Our, lo our loss of our major Tom has me you know, kind of focusing on the loss of that rather than what really needs to be done. Mm -hmm. I'm finding music to really focus me in and I'm broadcasting that to everyone. So our theme music is going to be uplifting, heavy metal focused music. Fantastic. So you make your way into the crowd and you are there. Are you taking any actions? Uh, I'm sending Shimsy in to pull a dirty trick as soon as I get the signal from our Solarian on the Efreet to see if they can disarm them. Okay. And I am readying a spell. Okay. Navu. Could you do me a favor? Yes. Since I am not sure how to draw it myself, um, could you draw a 20-foot circle? It's 20 foot radius, so I suppose it's a 40 foot circle. Yes. Oh, excellent. That's perfect. Because I just want to have an idea of where I can aim this so I get all three of them and not Thrawny. I am going to then aim for between the Ifrit and the Sunrise, the nearest Sunrise Collective person. Okay. And I will just roll me a ranged attack. Oh, come Ooh. on. No, this is the worst time to get a nat one. Can I just roll my own dice? <laughs> After this, if you want to roll your own dice, that's fine. Uh, um, what were you throwing? Smoke grenade. Smoke grenade. Okay. And you were trying to do it between the Sunrise Collective Soldier and the Afrit closest to you? Yeah. Fantastic. Roll me a d8. And one will be at the top and eight will be at the top left. Okay. Also, fo uh, Graviton level two. Mm -hmm. So one, two, six. three, four, five, six. You um, pull the pin on your grenade and you're ready to throw it. And the crowd rushes in your direction a bit as people start getting um, more agitated. And the grenade flies from your hand. Uh, roll me a d4. And it lands... It lands about 15 feet away from you. Where's over here? Uh, uh, so it lands 15 feet behind you to your southwest. Is so. it away from the crowd? It is um, towards the river, um, away from the center of the crowd. Am I still within 20 feet of it? You are at the edge of it, yes, and within 5 feet. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. That means um. I have to... Uh... <laughs> so... <laughs> smoke grenade. Mm -hmm. While it deals no damage, instead it releases a cloud of dense smoke. Each character who inhales <clears throat> the smoke, in this case Navu, um, must succeed on a fortitude saving throw each round, which is a DC 15 um, plus one per previous check. So I think first round is just 15. Mm -hmm. Or spend that round choking and coughing. They oh. can do nothing else. Okay. A character who chokes for two consecutive rounds takes 1d6 non-lethal damage. Alright, uh, go ahead and roll that save. Ooh. Nope. 
Yes, that is a great save. You rolled a 16 plus your uh, modifier of 4 for a 20. So here's what happens. The crowd rushes into you as you try to throw the grenade and it lands behind you to your left. And it explodes in a cloud of smoke. There's a, a, a cry from the crowd in that direction and people now rush away from you. And the crowd kind of starts pushing its way forward. You hear some um, commotion and clamoring and screaming, and you even hear a splash as maybe one or two people dove into the river. Mm. All right, and then I am... So then I am going to scooch up closer to the collective soldier that I failed to throw a grenade at and end my turn. And um, we're going to treat the terrain since it is just um, a mass of people as difficult terrain. So uh, half movement. Half movement. Okay. Is now Shimsi's turn. Okay. So Shimsi is going to attempt a dirty trick against the planar scion, if freed, which is within range to attempt to take uh, disarm them. Okay. All right. 18. Uh, dirty trick 18 works. It seems a bit low. It does seem a bit low and that's, it should actually be a 22, but I typed in the wrong modifier. Okay. Believe a 22 will work. Do they get a save against that? I, I don't remember. Or is it against? It's, it's an attack. So okay. I, if I hit the DC, it's the same as if you get hit by an ax. Okay. Yep. Then you are, you, you hit, you work. Cool. So Shimsi, uh, the, the guard is apparently watching the crowd and Shimsi finds a way to take their weapon. Yeah. So, um, as the smoke grenade goes off, Shimsi is making their way through the crowd and, um, the Afrit is too concentrated on what the crowd is doing as it's rushing forward in its anger and now it's getting pushed aside from the fear of the smoke grenade that just went off uh, and is distracted enough to not have a complete grip on their weapon uh, and Shimsi is able to rest control of it. Perfect. It is now Sunrise Collective Soldier 1. So, with all of this going on, the crowd reacting, pushing forward, and the grenade going off, they are going to attempt... Um, they're going to yell out into the crowd to try to intimidate them. And with a 14, a small space starts forming in front of them as they are pushing forward with their rifle, and they fire a shot off into the air before they do anything else. And people start screaming and running from that area. Within three squares of the uh, soldier that is northmost on the map, um, you're able to move freely to get towards them. And that's the action they're going to take. Sunrise Collective Soldier 2 is closer to the smoke. They didn't see any of their compatriots throw it, and so they assume it came from the crowd itself. 
they're going to hurl a grenade into the crowd. Let's see how this works. They pull a pin from their grenade, and they rush to, to throw it as a bottle connects with them. And their grenade goes towards Navu and is actually thrown uh, right between them uh, and hits the ground. There are still people around them, but it goes off. You're going to have to make a reflex save or take three points of damage. Come on, Navu. You do not save. All right. I am officially switching to physical dice after the second nat one. Fantastic. Um, all right. It is, n- and they also take that three points of damage, I should say, as well. Perfect, perfect, perfect. It is now Yi's turn. Did I get my cloaking field off or? You or... did. So you are invisible. And have I stood still a whole turn or do I have to wait this turn? For that? Um, I Everyone had a turn to kind of get ready. Um, so yes. Okay. Sweet. So I am going to try to trick attack the Ifrit. We have taken his weapon. He may have grenades. I don't know. Yeah, he still has grenades, right? The big Ifrit. Um, he had the fire grenade? They have grenades. Um, the perception check wasn't great, so he may have other weapons. Um, so I will still attack them with the sniper rifle. Okay. That I've been readying up. I just uh, hope that's not working. Okay, you hit. So from your planter box, you see the commotion in the crowd, and you line up your shot. Ye, as cool as ever, you looking down the scope of your barrel, you see the uh, Shimsi run up and grab the weapon out of the Ifrit's hand. They are startled by the crowd pushing forward towards them, and you see just this brilliant opening, and you take your shot. Having just been shot, the planar Afrit has a moment to try to react to it. They, now weaponless, are... let's see here... Okay, a lot has happened. <laughs> Both a smoke grenade and a frag grenade has gone off to their right. They are... and they have had just their weapon taken from them. Helric, roll a stealth check for Shimsi. Sure. Is that just a dex check? Yeah, that's fine. Mediocre, uh, 10. Let me do a check for them as well. Ooh, okay. So they uh, know that uh, it was Shimsy who ran up and grabbed their weapon. Uh, so they are going to pull out their secondary weapon, a longsword, and try to attack Shimsy. Oh, no. Do not like. Here with a 14... Their EAC and KAC is 12. It's a hit. For six points of damage. Ouch. Okay. I don't like that. They are angry that someone's pet has just stolen their weapon. Okay. And they are going to back up down the bridge a bit. 
So is that an attack of opportunity for Shimsi? I believe so. Cool. Shimsi will attempt to bite them. So ah. Shimsi tried to react to the um, to being attacked by this Ifrit, and um, the cut was just a bit too deep, and Shimsi recoiled as they tried to lurch forward and bite the Ifrit as they backed away. Okay. All right, and now we are at top of the order. Ronnie. I'm going to move up and grab Shimsi and, uh, well, I'm going to move up and let Shimsi crawl into their box. And what's the gun that Shimsi is holding? Shimsi is holding an azimuth uh, laser rifle. Cool. I'm going to stow that and the planar scion I am going to cast a spell on. I cast a spell on you. <laughs> and now you're mine. Maybe. We'll see. All right. I cannot see what happened there. So they rolled a 16. It was a DC 13. So they saved. They saved. That's so correct. nothing happens. But I am angry. We will see what happens in the future. So, um,. Yeah, so you move forward and you uh, try to cast a spell. And I imagine you're too concerned with getting Shimsi safe. And there are other realities where you saw Shimsi die. And mm. you are upset, to say the least, and distracted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm more focused on Shimsi being in, uh, safe. And I will be healing them shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Navu, your turn. All right, so I am at Graviton level three, and in an act of actual surprise, I'm not going to use that quite yet. Um, what I would like to do, because I have a weapon with reach, and I don't know if you'll allow me to do this if I like maybe sacrifice my move, but to stab at the collective soldier nearest to Navu and using that momentum, throw them off the bridge. Cool. Um, <laughs> let's do this as a combat maneuver. Um, okay. So you're going to have to roll an athletics check. Okay. And I will give you the bonus from that and your weapon. Oh, okay. So I get a plus six to that. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's an 11. Oh. Okay. Navu, with laser focus, directs their attention towards this Sunrise Collective soldier. And they take their large weapon and arc it out. But in that moment, someone who is scrambling to get out of the fog cloud gets between them and knocks the attack off balance and see here doesn't 11 hit their ace there we go yeah the 11 just misses their ac as well and so it glances off their body armor as the um citizen um takes kind of the brunt of the momentum out of the attack they are kind of clotheslined and now on the ground so they won't be in your way next turn 
Um, you have movement if you want to move. Oh, actually, a combat maneuver takes up all of that. My mm -hmm. apologies. Okay. Chimsey's in your box. Nauvoo. Uh, so are we going to bypass their turn? Oh, yes. They are injured, and uh, that box is closed. They're not coming back out. No. You can take Shimsy off the okay. the combat tracker, as far as I'm concerned. Fantastic. Uh, Shimsy is away. All right. Sunshine Collective Soldier 1. Let's see here. Roll for so they just created the arc of space in front of them. Yeah, they didn't notice uh, the interaction between Shimsi and the Ifrit, nor did they notice uh, Thrawny coming forward to try to cast a spell. They are, however, noticing the panic of the crowd that is now doesn't know which way to go. They've heard the cries of Shimsi as they were being cut. They know that two explosions happened to the southwest, um, and they heard the gunfire come from the east. Uh, so the crowd is running into each other. Uh, it's a panicked mob at this point. So the Sunrise Collective Soldier is going to... Try to create more space and throw another frag grenade. Ooh, they are bad at this. So they heft the grenade and it hits the ground but doesn't go off. It is now the second Sunrise Collective Soldier. They were just attacked. Some Something glanced off of their armor and it was pretty big. Uh, let's see if they noticed that it was Navu in all of this chaos. Yeah, they noticed it was Navu. They're going to pull their long sword and move to confront. Excellent. Make next turn me throwing you off the bridge easier. <laughs> and they're going to roll to hit. Ooh, and they crit for 11 points of damage. So at this point, Thrawny, seeing all of these different realities and honing in on one where everyone dies, starting with Shimsi, reaches into themselves and finds a new ability, and they are going to spend an RP mm -hmm. to use their new ability, which... I am sure I know the name of and have down here somewhere super easy to find. But question for you, does that work on stamina? What it, it's called a uh, lesson injury. And right. it's a reaction I can take when a, myself or an ally within 100 feet takes damage. So SP is still damage. And I reduce it to its lowest value. So like if you're rolling 2d6, it's two points of damage. So it'd be, um, and you still get the bonus damage, the plus two. So it'd be two, uh, two plus two, which is four. Two plus two is four. Now it does not, it only works on the base damage. So like in a crit, if you're doing double damage, mm -hmm. it affects the half that's the normal damage. The crit side still gets through. Ah, okay. So in so, this case, uh, six was the crit dice. Um, so it was a three for the regular hit and a six for the crit. Okay. Well, 
I don't know what that reduces it to, but... Uh, it re reduces it down from 11 to 9. It's something. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Just looking out for you there. Doing what I can. Perfect. <laughs> and um, did you reduce your RP for that? I do not know how to do that. I will take care of that. Perfect. Thank you. Done and done. And Navu, I fixed your fatigue. Fantastic. Um, the Sunrise Collective Soldier is spitting epithets and mean things and telling people to get out of his city. At this, we are going to take a short break. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. So first, a very sad goodbye to Miu, who is going off to do their wonderful stuff. It's amazing. I adore them. I hope they're safe and awesome as they do what they do. And I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon, at C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N, or at EQ Points. I monitor both email, uh, both Twitter accounts. You can find me here playing this wonderful game every other week. And on alternating weeks, I am recording and playing Cumanera, which is a Numenera-based game with some other fine, fancy folk who uh, I allow me to narrate their story to the best of my ability. So that's super fun. And uh, Steph, it is your turn. And I will also miss the Miu. Um, I'm super stoked that they're doing good things in their community and wish them well and hope this is not the last we've seen of Major Dumb because we all love our freaky little Astrozoan friend. And I feel like I still said it wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but hi, I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. Um, you can catch me here every other Saturday streaming with these lovely folks and, you know, killing space extremists. That's a thing that we have now signed up to do. Um, yeah. And I may have other fun stuff coming down the pike. So watch my Twitter. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Steph. And last but not least, P. Hi, I'm PB at PB Plays Inside, where you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. On my channel, I do variety gaming. Um, and I am on one other channel doing RP things over on the Wandering DMs channel, playing some Castle Falkenstein. It's a ton of fun. Uh, it's a great system. And we play, I play it with the great GM we have here, Kenny. So it is a ton of fun there. And aside from that, just follow me on Twitter for hot takes and to find out what I'm doing and when I'm doing it. Fantastic. Thanks, PB. And uh, yes, I am Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. Uh, when I am not playing here, uh, DMing this amazing, fantastic, wonderful game, uh, I am also recording with Kelric on Cumanera, uh, where I am playing a lovable uh, where air boy uh, Hillian and uh, on uh, Castle Falkenstein every other Friday uh, we are um, I am playing a pseudo dragon who just unleashed uh, his spell slinger gun and went pew pew in a fireball uh, so that was amazing and kind of OP kind of OP if I if I might say so myself uh, but it was uh, a lot of fun and uh, we'll be uh, kind of resolving that in our next episode so join us on the wandering DMs channel uh, 
to find out what happens next. Uh, thank you all again so much for joining us on this channel. Your support means absolutely everything to us. If you would, um, you know, like us here, follow us here. Um, if you are listening to us on our podcast, please, uh, you know, send us a review and, uh, you know, mention us to your friends. Maybe they'll like us too. Thank you so much, and we will catch you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. There are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we've created, then you should check out the other two podcasts on our network. Cuminera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera.